0: Okay, friends, I'm Andy Jenkins, and I am building on this week an idea that I discussed in the previous episode, which was the importance of the pause. Now, let me maybe take you back for several episodes. Uh, Episode two ago, I don't even know what number episode we're on, but two ago, uh, I talked about the importance of sometimes stepping back and dealing with the tough stuff that occurs in life. In the same way we pause when there's a physical hurt, a physical wound, a physical injury, uh, especially we use the metaphor of in sports, but uh, goodness, it could be true in any area. You really, you you stop and you you get the resources you need to deal. And that only happens when you press pause. Now, I told you in the previous episode that pressing pause isn't just so that we can deal with tough stuff. It, yeah, for, for sure. Sometimes you need to stop, uh, look back in order to find some healing and deal with things that have just occurred. But also many times living forward with this propensity to stay in, we just referred to it as the rhythm of creation. That rhythm of evening and then morning, um, night and then day, moon and then sun, pause and then power up. That rhythm and staying in it enables you and I to go long term and live lives that are rejuvenated. And when tough things come, they don't tend to affect us as much. in other words, we can be a little bit more proactive about it now, in this episode, I want to talk about how, how do you know when you're out of that rhythm? What are just some of the telltale signs that might highlight to you and to me oh you know what I got I've got some stuff to do I got some stuff to fix. <laughs> I have um, I'm no longer playing a song. There's no music to life. It's just noise. So that's what we're going to talk about today is making life be music, not noise, music, not noise. You can think of it like this in the same way. There's a definite difference when a real trained drummer steps to the snare, to the bass, to the cymbals the hi-hats the crash the tom-toms and when a toddler who is untrained grabs the sticks and just walks up and starts beating and clanging and banging the same can be true with you and i in life we want to live in that place of rhythm and music not the space of clutter and noise. Now, before I get into what does that look like? And I'll give you a great metaphor here in a moment. I want to direct your attention down to the show notes. There are three things that are down there for you. Number one is the emotional health self-check. Now it's called the post-traumatic stress self-check. It is going to give you 10 yes, no questions, and then unlock personalized content and training for you based on your your own answers. They're really going to highlight, uh, hey, just kind of what's the situation in my soul right now? And honestly, you could take it and retake it weeks from now, because sometimes that scenario changes. That's free. Uh, Number two is the free audio training on Soul Wholeness, The Best Stuff, Soul Wholeness. It's a seven lesson audio that's pulled from my book, Soul Wholeness. Uh, You can get instant access to that totally free. And then if you're a reader and you actually like paper books, like I got a paper book right here in my hand where I've marked up some of the stuff from the book Soul Wholeness that I'm going to teach you today if you will pay the shipping and the handling there's a link down below we will send you that book it will ship out of uh well our shipping department which which is right here where i'm recording this it'll ship from here same day that you order it okay all that's there for you Uh, now let let me give you a metaphor here think about this uh about a decade ago it's actually probably been oh man it may be like 15 years at this point i made the major shift from Windows-based computers to Apple. Now, all of the devices that I have, an iPad, an iPhone, a desktop, a laptop, they all connect together seamlessly. If I type anything onto the Notes app on this iPad, I'm recording this on an iPad. If I type a note onto that iPad, It will magically appear on my phone. It will also appear on both computers that I have upstairs. And then if I come and edit that note from any of those other devices, it will automatically, almost magically edit and appear everywhere. The home office, uh, on the phone, on the laptop, which is kind of uh, up in the office as well, or the iPad, which is what I generally take with me. The interconnectivity is, uh, I'm going to say, mind-boggling, riveting, and has skyrocketed my productivity and the ease with which I navigate the workflow. That's the upside. <laughs> That's the bonus. Now, here's the downside. The downside is that, and this is going to kind of be a tricky way to explain it, but but ride with me. Apple products just work. So it seems like the other kinds of computers, and this may not be a fair assessment because it's been like 15 years and I get it. The technology is upgraded across the board for everything. But back when I was using Windows based computers, they were finicky. They flatlined about once a year. I had to replace it. They took forever to start up. Every time a program got locked up, I had to reboot the entire machine. That blue screen of death, uh, if if you still have, I don't even know if you still have that on a Windows machine. They had it back in the day, it regularly appeared. Nothing transferred automatically when I bought a new machine. So I spent numerous sleepless nights uh, trying to sync, move, copy, paste, clone, whatever had to reinstall every program individually, adjust every setting on the new computer. I've I've never had to do that with a Mac. It just, you open it up, you log in, password says, do you want to restore this from a backup? Boom, and it's all there. Now, I know um, if you are a Windows user, you, you can't even fathom this most likely. And if you're a Mac user, you're thinking, What's the downside? Here's the down. Mac laptops have worked so well, and the occasional desktops I use, but they work so well, I never turn them off. I mean, hardly ever. I just press like that Control-S, so Control-S is the macro to save the file, and then I just close the cover. I just plop it down. That's it. Whenever I want to work again, I just open up the computer like a book and I begin anew. Any changes that I pecked into my phone or the iPad or any other device, they all automatically, as soon as that device catches an online Wi Fi signal, they automatically make their way, update. Everything is in sync of the never turned off machine. But that's the rub. Eventually, because I never turn them off, they begin dragging. And I noticed it in the first Mac. You know, after about a year, it just started dragging. And I thought, all right, here we go again. I mean, I liked this device. It looked a lot better, it worked a lot better, but I guess I just replaced the machine every year. It began struggling bad. It it honestly began behaving like a Windows-based PC. The whole thing got janky, so I set an appointment at the Genius Bar, that's what they call them, that was at the local Apple store here up at the Summit. Uh, So I walk in at my uh, appointment time, and this blue-shirted genius, he looks at me and says, "Uh, do you ever turn this thing off? It wasn't off. When I got there, just kind of opened it up like a book. Do you ever turn this thing off? Knowing I was probably in trouble, uh, about to get scolded by a kid half my age, I admitted, eh, not really. <laughs> then I kind of laughed. He looked at me. I was like, eh, you know, actually, I don't ever turn it off at all. <laughs> so he gives me this advice. Well, let's just turn it off for a few minutes and then restart it. He punched a few keys did something I had done to the computer in, at that point, it was about 12, 13 months. He turned the machine off, completely off. He allowed the laptop to just sit. Like I'm, I'm thinking, all right, just kind of waiting. This is the genius, and we're sitting, waiting, pausing, and then after a few minutes, he pressed the power button. The laptop came back to life as if... Completely new. And then he got out this apple polish and cleaned it up. I mean, the machine legitimately looked totally brand new, ran completely new. Even after a few days, I noticed the computer no longer slogged. It's like it had an entire new system. Uh, Renewed strength, vibrant enthusiasm for a machine. It's crazy. If you have a cell phone, you probably do right now, you might even be listening to this from a phone. Uh, You've probably had an unresolvable issue with yours called tech support and then heard them say something to you like, okay, this happened to me multiple times on tech support, do this for me. Let's uh, perform something called a hard reset. We're going to completely power the thing down wait a few moments, and then start it back up. Now, as the tech support speaks, you, if you're like me, you roll your eyes, and then you even insist, I tried that, my phone's different, this situation's unique. And then they always promise, no, 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 just do it. They promise something which seems absurd for such a simple task as turning the phone off. They say that should fix it. And generally... They're right, it does. And I mean it's crazy. You and I would be so much happier if they gave us, you know, a mountain to climb, a river to wade up, a hill to cross. I mean like something crazy, a big task to do, some store to go to, you know, something. Yet the pause, the power down does it. And then you kind of feel like, man, I wish it would have been something more. It's odd, right? And generally. It fixes it. I, I've, I've seen this with virtually every single electronic device that we have in the house. I've got a, a 55 inch TV. I think it's 55 of in my living room. I, I bought it used from a friend that always gets like the newest technology every single time. So I gave him like a hundred bucks for it several years ago. I leave it on all the time. It's tied to my Apple TV. So I leave it on. I play music from it during the day. I let the screensaver run in the background all night. It's just kind of always there. About once a month, though, the sound just stops working. Everything goes quiet. I, I remember the first time it happened. I, I called my friend TJ. I mean, by, by that time I'd got gotten my hundred bucks worth out of the TV. I was like, man, like, do you ever have um, issues like with this? Or what did you do? Like I, I wasn't upset with him at all. And he was like, No, I, I don't think so. Uh, so I thought, well let me see what i could do it was it was frustrating when it occurred because i remember sitting down pizza in hand i'm ready to enjoy a movie at the end of a long work week of travel uh, you know and of course i'm out of town the whole week i just left the television on the entire week so i experienced this radical undelight unfun when i select a movie from my wish list apple used to have those. I settle back to enjoy. I watch the opening bumper of the movie start to play, which doesn't really have any sound. And then I notice, oh, there is no sound. I, you know, I check the volume, you know, I escalate the volume all the way up to the top. Nothing. You can start hearing a hum in the TV, all of this. You're like, well, that's not good. And then something hit me. I thought, all right, if the power off and wait. And then power back on routine was good enough for the tiny phone. And if it was good enough for the computer, it might work for an oversized TV. Worked like a charm. So now without fail, I still leave the TV on all the time, but the occasional quiet spell, it doesn't phase me at all. I just take it in stride. I power everything off, pause, repower it, Everything instantly works again like new. The temporary pause creates space where the machine performs at max output again. Uh, Now I've actually built it into my workflow to where I restart that computer at least once a week. I I regularly turn off the phone. And when I do, everything works well. When I forget, things don't until I do that hard reset. And... Maybe this is the observation. The more trips I make around the sun. I'm about to finish another one. I realize we're like those machines. In order to work right, you and I must pause. We've got to stop. We've got to, yeah, absolutely live a life of purpose that adds value, that adds meaning, that powers on and goes into productivity. Even though your productivity is not your identity, but living out your passion and purpose is so vital to life. But then you got to power off. You power back on and then you power off. You power on and then you power off. You power on and then you power off. And ironically, some of the times when I'm in production mode, Are those times I need to power off to kind of reset, yet I think that if I just keep powering forward, I'll do more, achieve more, accomplish more faster, and I just get more stuck fairly fast. I realize the weight that I'm carrying and the energy I'm expending is working against me. I regress. I don't make progress. Okay. Here's what I want to do for the remainder of this time. Uh, I I think I'll finish in this episode. If I don't, I'll come back in the next episode and finish it. I, I want to give you five signs that you might be out of rhythm, that you need to press pause. Five signs you're out and you need to press pause. Here's number one, you can't get quiet, you don't want to be alone. I know, that's a sign you need to press pause. Now let me tell you where I got this one. Uh, Back several years ago, I was doing a training uh, course and writing a book about uh, Young Living Essential Oils. That's a company that I used to do some work uh, with a home-based business, they had this kit called the freedom sleep kit, freedom sleep. Now, uh, there was an oil in there, an essential oil named Valor. Valor is still one of my favorites. I still use it to this day. It is usually associated Valor, courage, bravery, associated with facing hard things. Now, that name Valor is a nod to the Roman soldiers who are said to have placed a similar blend of oils from plants on the soles of their feet and on their shields before marching into battle. Again, courage, a synonym of Valor, it doesn't deny fear. Rather, courage or Valor, it acknowledges the tension of continuing amidst your fear and pressing forward anyway, just like those ancient warriors. Now... Jim Bob and I met to shoot a video course about that kit back in May of 2019. And I asked him, I said, why is valor, courage, bravery, why is that in the sleep kit? A kit that's going to help people who can't get sleep at night to actually sleep. You know, people that are suffering with, you know, it, it could be nightmares or night terrors. It, it might just be, man, they can't shut their mind down and they can't, rest why is valor courage in that kit is what i ask him would not it make more sense in the freedom release kit the sleep kit was for going to bed the release kit is for facing the day so the protocol was just to be clear uh, if you don't know what those oils are the protocol was somebody that's facing hard stuff would use that or working through traumatic experiences the kit was actually made for veterans with ptsd Uh, the kit would be sleep kit at night, release kit to face your day. Sleep kit at night, release kit to face your day. There's a protocol you do, aromatherapy. Why is the courage oil in the sleep kit is the question, rather than the courage oil being to face the day. Okay, here's what Jim Bob said. Well, it's true that the sleep kit is more for pausing to rest and recover, And then the release kit is more for living whole. But sometimes the most courageous thing people can do is to actually stop and pause. Now he lets it sink in. After a few moments, he adds something like this. Think about how many things people do to occupy themselves in order to avoid being quiet, still, or alone. Now, I thought about what he said for a moment. And then I thought back to my recent history with my iPhone. Okay, and now in that moment, I looked down at my phone. It was on. For the most part, it remained on at all times during that season. Even when I was sleeping and I'm off, the phone was on. It always stayed on. I thought about the weekly report Apple sends me. Detailing how much time I spent on the phone each day on average. This is average, meaning some are lower, some are higher. This is average. They also outline which apps were the biggest culprit. Five and a half hours a day, the iPhone said. So I looked at it. Closely. Right then, while we're talking. What's my average daily uses? It was about six hours per day. The screen is on with my eyeballs facing it. Now, I get it. You know, with what I'm doing, I churn out a lot of work on social media, but not that much. And usually, I create my graphics and write my copy on the computer since my Apple devices sync, like I told you, and let the content cross over to the phone on its own through the cloud, and then I copy and paste the images. So that means that the social media takes just a few minutes a day on the phone. So those five and a half hours don't account for all the other screen time on the laptop, uh, which is where I spend the majority of my device time. In fact, I was thinking about it, how much time I was spending on devices and not pausing. Um, in addition to that five and a half, almost six hours. So by the time Jim Bob and I are talking and I'm creating, again, an outline for that course with him that we're about to shoot the video on, the previous 18 months leading up to that, I wrote about 2,500 pages of content. I produced 20 plus video courses. I created several hundred graphics for social media. And yes, that was my job at the time. But however you think about it, that makes the five and a half hours of screen time on the phone all the more absurd because it's an add-on to the laptop and that's an add-on to the desktop that I was using to edit videos. So I decided knock down the screen time the phone part uh since i don't mindlessly surf the internet from my laptop only opening it when i'm actually sitting to do work the phone is the culprit of avoiding sitting quiet being alone think about it people don't even sit at red lights anymore and just do nothing they don't go to the toilet and do nothing people take their phone everywhere I cut the time immediately. I actually contemplated removing the apps and turning my smartphone into a dumb phone, only decided not to do so because then I would need to grab another phone or an iPad, which is yet another screen, in order to handle social media feeds and other things. So in the end, it was easier to do the phone the right way rather than creating a series of workarounds. Now, all that rambling in my mind... There in the middle of the conversation. I look back at Jim Bob. Now, question, remember, was why is Valor an oil and aromatherapy resource in a kit to help people sleep if it is about courage rather than in a kit to help people face the day? I thought it would be in the release kit. I look back at him. I was like, I think you're right. I think you're right. The previous 18 months were the most difficult season of my life. During that time, this is what I told him, I wrote more pages than I imagined possible and, get this, concurrently watched more Netflix series, every show in the entire series. Not a Netflix show, I mean the entire series. Okay, the entire series, meaning every season within that series. All of it. Again, not one episode, entire, not season, entire series, all seasons and all shows included more than I can count. I tried to tally them. I stopped counting at 17. I spent a lot of time alone doing the hard work of the soul, but that wasn't intentional and it would have been easier to turn the TV back on and just stay on my white futon where I was sleeping in the attic of a house. For a few hours. A lot of people are like that, he said. That's why people scroll Facebook while they're laying in the bed at night. That's why they check email first thing in the morning. That's why we can't set the phone aside. It's why we freak out when somebody else has our phone in their hand, even though like the phone's right there and we can see it and they're not doing anything with the phone. We don't know how to pause. I mean, I kind of halfway confessed to him. I said, "It's yeah, it's why I hit Instagram first thing in the morning. Just see what's around. It's why we look at social media feeds while we're at those traffic lights or even while we're driving. We've lost the ability to just be bored, to just be quiet, to simply be alone. Now think about it. Why is Valor in the sleep kit? Why is courage in the sleep kit? It's because the bravest thing some people do, the most courageous or valiant activity, the thing that requires the most valor, courage, bravery, is actually to stop, to pause, to confront the whispers you hear in the silence. Uh, one, One year... During the summer, I grabbed some books I wanted to read in the summer. I read Michael Hyatt's book, Free to Focus. He writes about doing less stuff so that you can zero in on what you actually want to do. And then he discusses the importance of, okay, now that you're going to do less stuff, you got this margin. What do you do with the quiet space that's in the margins? You don't just fill all the space up. You do less stuff, and you do the less stuff in less of the time. He tells of this phrase he and his wife learned while traveling through Tuscany while he was on sabbatical. Now, he, he unplugs for an entire month every summer. Here's the phrase. Adulce far niente. I think I'm pronouncing it right, but I, I could be totally butchering. Adulce far niente. It means, quote, the sweetness of doing nothing. In other words, it's not only a refusal to fill every space with something, it's a celebration of that space where nothing else exists. Nothing else matters. Uh, Hyatt says this, quote, Our brains aren't designed to run nonstop. When we drop things into neutral, ideas flow on their own, memories sort themselves out, and we give ourselves a chance to rest. He adds this, Sufficient sleep, it keeps us mentally sharp and improves our ability to remember, learn, and grow. It refreshes our emotional state, reduces stress, and recharges our bodies. Meanwhile, going without sleep makes it harder to stay focused, harder to solve problems, harder to make good decisions, harder to even play with others, or to summarize it in my own words, The quiet space is where the magic happens. Problem is, we don't reserve much space for the magic. You and I fill every waking moment with smartphones, film series, memes, sound bites, email, text, Snapchat, anything else which can hold our attention. We don't value the pause, we value productivity And when we're not being productive, we just fill it with some kind of thing that we can just kind of push around and feel like we're doing something. Even when that false productivity means in profits nothing. That productivity, whether it's notching off another project, checking off another social feed, watching another film, it often get this. And I'm not saying you shouldn't watch TV. I, I like movies. I love going to the movies. I like sitting at the couch. Beth and I watch like something on Netflix or a new movie or something. But you just got to ask the honest question. Is this masking the fact we're afraid to confront the quiet? Or are we addicted to noise? Are you nervous about getting quiet? Hitting the pause, spending a bit of time on your own in silence, that's might be a sign you're living out of rhythm. Press pause, you see? Come back next episode, I'll give you signs two, three, four, and five about pressing pause. Signs you and I are out of sync. Has everything to do with emotional wholeness Take a look down at the show notes, a couple of things down there for you. Take advantage of those. Uh, until next time, my prayer is that the Lord would bless you, keep you, be gracious to you, shine favor upon you, and may you have the bravery, the valor, the courage to entrust that. He has everything in His hands that. The universe was running well before you showed up it will be running well long after you and i are out of here you can entrust it to him it's got the details of life covered press pause grace and peace i'll see you again soon